Follow DJ P Dog Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram right now at DJ P Dog. What's going on, everybody? It's your man DJ P Dog in the mix, and you are listening to a brand new edition of the In the Mix Roundtable right here on the In the Mix Radio Network. Thank you guys so much for checking out this show. Hey, listen, do me a, do me a quick favor, okay? Do me a quick favor. If you're listening by way of iTunes, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, do me a favor. Leave a leave a rating for the show. Leave a leave a quick comment on how you're enjoying the show. If you're not enjoying the show, leave a comment on that as well. Just help us out a little bit. Let's get some traction there. I want to get some of your feedback. Let me know how you're enjoying the show. All right. Quick quick few seconds. All right. Quick few seconds. And make sure you subscribe. If you subscribe via iTunes. On your device, every time a show is uploaded, it downloads automatically to your device. You can listen to it on demand. When you're done listening to it, you can delete it and get ready for the next episode. It's all very simple. It's all right there at your fingertips. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you guys. I've got a very special guest coming on to the show today. I've got the one and only C.J. King. I've been telling you guys about this interview uh, for a while. You heard about it on the last episode. And if you're not familiar with that name, on my show, then you clearly haven't been listening to the show very long. He's got a, a hit song out. It's called Swervin'. He's got a brand new album out called Swervin', and he's been killing it with these these records. And we're going to talk about the album. We're going to talk a lot more about who he is and some of the things that he's been able to do in his very short time, um, you know, doing what he's been doing. And And you'll get to hear a little bit on how I've had the opportunity to play a part in his career advancement as well. All that and much more on today's show, okay? But before we get into the interview, I do want to talk about a few things. But before we get into those things, I want to let you guys know on how you can help this show out. We present this show absolutely free for you guys. Here's one way you guys can help out the show just a little bit by checking out our new sponsor, Lyft. Okay, this episode is brought to you by Lyft. I'm able to get CJ King on the show, bring it to you free because of Lyft. Okay, if you need a ride and you don't know how you're going to get there, no worries. Let me help you get a Lyft. That's Lyft, L-Y-F-T. Go download the Lyft app today. And when you download the app, use code word DJPDOG. That's all one word, D-J-P-D-O-G-G. And you'll get a discount on your first ride, all right? So check this out. You'll, you'll get a ride, and you get to help out the show a little bit, okay? Once again, that is the Lyft app, L-Y-F-T. Go download the app and use code word DJPDOG to get a discount on your first ride, all right? There you guys have it. Hey, listen, man, a lot of crazy things going on in the world today. One of the things that was crazy that just happened this week um, uh, a very talented young man. His name is Tommy Ford, better known for his role on the hit sitcom Martin as Tommy. You guys know Tommy. Tommy, you ain't got no job, man. Tommy. Well, Tommy Ford, he passed away this week. And I wanted to talk about that just a little bit here on the show. Not because, I mean, okay, listen, if you were a kid of the 90s, you knew that every Thursday night on Fox, you would get to see there were there were three main shows that came on in the 90s on Fox. It was Living Single, it was Martin, and then New York Undercover. Okay? 
And Tommy Ford actually later went on to be a character on New York Undercover as well. But nonetheless, um, very talented guy, funny guy on the show. Had the running joke that he never had a job. But, but anyways, he, he passed away this week. And we want to send our thoughts and prayers out to him and his family. I'm actually friends with one of his cousins on Facebook. So I shouted him out and said, yo, man, we're praying for you and your family during this time. But here's, here's something very interesting that a lot of people may not have known about Tommy Ford. He's got a website. And that website is TommyGotAJob.com. Okay? TommyGotAJob.com. Listen, go, go check out this website. He's got some great things that are on the website. Um, I'm sure his family would, would greatly appreciate it if you purchased some products from his website. He's got ties that he's um, a tie line that he has out. But he's got this thing. And check, check out my, my, my Facebook page, DJP Dog, on Facebook. Okay, I've got this video posted where he's giving this talk about his ties and he and he talked about doing this thing called the Tommy Tie Town Hall. And, and you can check out the video on Facebook. But the, the premise of what he was talking about is during this town hall, he'll use these ties to connect mentees with mentors, you know, for young men, specifically young men in the African-American descent and underprivileged community. And so I want you guys to go to his website. He's got a documentary um, on his website called Through, um, Through Your Lens. I think that's the name of it. I can't remember off the top of my head. But it's on his website, TommyGotAJob.com. And you can go check that out and find out some of the great things that he was doing um, using his platform to mentor young men. And I'm all about that. If any of you guys know me, you know, that's something that I'm very big on. And, um, and we'll be talking about that in future shows and getting you guys up to date on, on all of that on what I do in the community. But just encourage you guys, man, listen, if you can do anything in your community to uplift it, please do so. Because this is what this guy, Tommy Ford, did. He used his platform to, to reach young men. And that's what's up, man. Like, again, dude was super funny on the Martin Show. If any of you guys have ever seen the show, I got the DVDs here in my house. And dude cracks me up, seriously. Gonna be missed. Shouts out and prayers and thoughts to his family during this time. Um, and so, again, check out his website, www.tommygotajob.com. All right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, here it is. This is the interview with my man, C.J. King. And he's going to be talking about a lot of things in this interview, okay? We're going to be talking about how he got started with his first hip-hop song, we're going to talk about his experience on having a song with Missy Elliott. We're going to talk about his album, Swerving. And we're going to talk about how he fights off the groupies at his concerts. All right. Now, make sure you guys stay tuned because at the end of the show, when we come back, I'm going to talk to you guys about my weight loss journey. All right. So stay tuned. That's coming up after the interview going on right now. Here's CJ King. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I have been promising you guys this interview for some time now. And um, I'm, I'm happy to say that I'm finally ready to, to, um, to keep my promise this time. But on the line, <laughs> hanging out with me here on the show today, I've got the one and the only, the great ladies and gentlemen, Mr. C.J. <laughs> King. How you doing, sir? Doing good, man. Appreciate you finally having me on. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it, it, has it been mostly my fault or was it your fault? or? <laughs> So this, 
This is the part it, where you take most of the responsibility. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna sit this one out. Take one, take one for the team on this one. <laughs> it's all on me. Well, man, listen. First off, thanks for hanging out with me here on the show. This is actually your first time ever on the show. Now, um, yeah, ever. You know, I do want to make you know let everybody know that um, you know we have been breaking the records here on the show for the last. Oh man, it's man, it's probably going on a year now. You know, spinning the records. Yeah, a little well, over a little over a year now. Yeah, yeah. But one thing that I want to. I, we're going to talk about the music. We're going to get into all of that. But I want people to get to know you. Like, who is this guy, CJ King? Why do you call your name CJ? Is King your last name for real? Are you? Do you yeah, feel like yeah, the royalty? Yeah. You know, what, what is, what's going on here? Like, who are you? Tell, tell us all a little right, bit about right, it. So, King is my last name for real. The, uh, CJ is just a uh, short for uh, Chancey Jr. So, uh... What happened? Most people couldn't uh, pronounce my um, my name, my government name, so I just had them call me CJ. But my first rap name was actually Champ, and it was horrible. It was just C H A M P, just Champ. And I was like, ah, <laughs> so so King wasn't good me. enough. King wasn't good enough. You had to <laughs> you had to be a Champ. <laughs> champ wasn't Champ King. It. Champ King. It, uh, no, that doesn't work. Okay, it sounded like chimpanzee, so I, I changed it. <laughs> That didn't quite work out, but um, but yeah, man, yeah, CJ King, uh, you upon meeting me, you wouldn't think I was a rapper or, or, even was in the hip hop industry because I'm so chill. But a lot of people are are surprised. All right, so so that that was it. That's it. That's that's how you're gonna end that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of people. I'm I'm real real humble about the whole. Uh, hip hop thing. Like for a long time, I didn't even tell people I was a rapper. Like people had to find out on their own. But um, now I'm a little more vocal about it, just because I do feel like this is what I'm called to do. I do feel like God has given me uh, a special gift in this. So uh, I'm very confident that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So I'm a little more vocal about it now. I feel you. I feel you now. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, because I, I got to ask you this question. How, first of all, how old are you, CJ? How old are you? 23. 23 years old. All right. Now, I, I want people to know, like, if you have, if you've never seen um, Mr. CJ King in person, you know, he's a, he's a dark-skinned brother like myself. Um, <laughs> and, and Facts. What'd you say? <laughs> I said facts. <laughs> my my daughter asked me today. She asked me, "Was I made out of chocolate?" Oh um, shoot! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chocolate brother. That's what it is. But you're 23 years old. You know, you're 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 a dark skinned brother, and I think <clears throat> that dark skin is in. I'm uh, you know Same very biased, skin. very biased. <laughs> um, and you're 23 and you're a rapper, but you're married, man. Like, how does that work? How does that work being a rapper? At 23 years old, how does that work? Um, it it is uh, it's interesting because um, when I when I was rapping, well, when, now that I'm married and I'm doing shows and stuff, and I'm doing bigger uh, shows on a little bigger scale, um, no matter what, I, I was just rapping about whether it was love or whether it was about my wife or whatever. It's always going to be those few who come up after the show. <laughs> 
always going to be the few, um, I guess they feel led to come up to me. And uh, they are obviously interested, but um, their whole demeanor switches if my wife is at the show. So she'll come up and I say, hey, I, hey, y'all, this this my wife right here, such and such. The whole demeanor oh, okay. switches. I, I got I to gotta pause you right there for just a second. Now, you got to give us a story. You got to tell us a story. Give us, give story. us, a, okay, yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. Sit down, children, ladies and gentlemen. Story time. <laughs> you got to tell us, give us a story on, on, on a situation, a scenario. You just got done with a show. Girls are trying to get your autograph as, as they should. You're, you're a good looking guy. You know, they're taking your pic, <laughs> their pictures. They're getting autographs. They're buying stuff. They're all googly eyed. Give us a story. Your wife is there. What happens? Um, I, I, I give you one of the, the first instances that happened. So, um, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. So I have, I have a lot of connects. I've done a lot of shows in Atlanta. Um, so one time I took the first time I took my wife with me to Atlanta to a, a show. Um, so I walk in the door of the venue, all these, um, the girls there, they've seen me perform before. They have this, their face glows. They're so happy. They're hyped. Then Chelsea walks in behind me. Instantly. And, and Chelsea's your wife. Chelsea's yeah, your wife. Chelsea's my wife. So, okay. so instantly, their whole facial structure changes <laughs> to like the straight face emoji. Like, <laughs> to the point where Chelsea thought like I had a history with them because they changed their, their demeanor so much. So she was like, you know, have you and these girls like hung out before or dated or what's going on here? Yeah, you know, I was like, oh, it's not like that. It's just they, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's so it's interesting, man. <laughs> deny, deny, deny. No, <laughs> did not deny. Plead the fifth. Now it's, it's interesting being a young hip hop artist, um, a young, um, a young up and coming hip hop artist with, uh, you know, of course there are going to be the different temptations and scenarios, but. It's very interesting being married and coming up in that prime time of your youth. Absolutely, man. And and I got to tell you, um, it's funny because you're, you're telling me your story and, I, and a random story just popped in my head of another, <laughs> of another brother who was about your age. He's not he's uh, not your age now. OK, OK. Um, I'm talking about my man, Trip Lee. And okay. I remember <laughs> a concert. Now, if any of you guys know Trip Lee, I, I don't know if it's like this as much now but when he first got married i mean the girls were all over this guy he's, he's a light skin <laughs> light skin yeah rapper you know <laughs> the girls all like not all over him but they're googly eyed anytime he walks in the building the whole uh -huh. thing so i remember doing a show with him it was actually my first show i did with him and um <laughs> his wife jessica was with him and um i remember some girls a group of them googly eyed the whole nine yards are talking to him and um they look at him and he says yeah let me introduce you guys to my wife they, <laughs> oh, I, I kid what? you not bro i kid you not <laughs> they look at her okay now let me let me let me paint a picture here and i okay. i noticed this interview ain't nothing about triple e but i, I gotta tell the story because it came to my mind thanks to cj <laughs> king Triple E is a light skinned brother. His his wife is a 
is a white lady. She's a white young lady. Mm-hmm. And these girls are, are black girls, okay? Uh-huh. So he introduces his wife. <laughs> they give her the up and down look. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I kid you not, bro. Oh, boy. They give her the up and down look, cut their eyes out and said, that's your wife? And, oh, man. And wa- I said, wow. <laughs> these, oh, man. These girls have no shame. They forgot about the whole message during the show. No shame, bro. I, I mean, you're you're at a Christian concert and, and these girls are. Anyways, I, I get it. You know, and I, I've had <laughs> yeah, plenty of conversations with a lot of young artists coming up in there in that day. So listen, my man, CJ King, yeah. 23 years old as a rapper and married, happily married. Yep, happily married. There you definitely. go. Make sure there's no delays there, brother. Make sure there's no delays there. <laughs> happily and, married. If and, there's a slight delay, you know, edit this clip and move it closer <laughs> to your question. <laughs> and I'm I'm happy to say that I was able to to be there at the wedding and DJ the reception. And so, yep. you know, that is what it is. Cheap plug for DJ P. <laughs> Anyways, man, so you're married, you're a rapper, but let's let's back up just a little bit. Let's back up just a little bit. How did you get started in the music business? What what got you going? What what made you like? Did you wake up one day and say, you know what, I could put some rhymes together, I can get into this thing? Like, what got you started in the business? Man, uh, man, it's it's very uh, it's a very interesting story. I actually started off singing. I was I was wow before a rapper. I so, never I never knew that. Yeah, man. So I was a singer before. I rapped. So there was this. <laughs> There was this uh, group back in the day called Plus One that inspired me to start singing. Right now, wait a minute. So, Who's uh, who? Okay, hold on. Pause for a second. Who's Plus One? Okay, Plus One. All right, back in the day, you had your in sync. This was like the Christian in sync. I like, thought the, so. <laughs> the Christian in <laughs> sync. So I would, I would, I would. Where are those guys at now? I, I know, right? I, who knows? Anyway, I would listen to their CDs, and I knew all the words to the songs. I would go in the church talent shows, sing the songs. I'm um, so mad my parents actually let me get away with singing. Because looking <laughs> back at the videos, like, I could not sing, bro. And I would hit the highest notes. I would be walking through the audience. Granted, it did help my performance. Putting on the show. Very day, putting on the show. Walking through the audience, shaking hands. Oh wow! Oh man, so <laughs> so yeah, man. I was a performer, to say the least. I was definitely an entertainer. So um, one show in particular, I had on like a oversized black and white striped short sleeve shirt, dress shirt. I had on black slacks, and of course, like a typical church boy, I had on white athletic socks with black <laughs> church shoes. So yeah, oh, uh, <laughs> I looked like a, a gospel wow. referee or something. Hilarious. So yeah, so it was. <laughs> It was interesting, man. So I started off singing. Um, after a while, I started to realize that this singing really wasn't for me. And uh, I, my, one of my homeboys put me on the hip hop because I wasn't allowed to listen to hip hop growing up. So um, I got put onto it in school. And the first hip hop artist I started listening to was Eminem. So okay. um, that, that's a huge like he didn't even ease you into it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. You just went Eminem, straight for the hard straight. stuff unedited cd so he gave me the wow. cd so i snuck it home he used to listen to it 
at night, like under the covers. And then, um, so uh, that's, that slowly led into me to sneak it. Like I used to take my CD player to sneak it, um, on the school bus, listening to hip hop, um, and then put it up when I got home. So, um, yeah, man, hip hop, it was kind of weird that I got started in it because I wasn't even allowed to listen to it. Um, but yeah, my first gospel CD that I got shortly after when I convinced my parents to at least check it out was T-Bone. Oh, so, okay. Uh, T-Bone, yeah, T-Bone, uh, his, the first album, I think it was called Funkad- Funkadelic. Uh, it was a long yeah, album. Yeah, it's the, it's the long title name. <laughs> you, so you came in on the T-Bone era late in the yeah. game. See, yeah, I, yeah. I hopped on T-Bone when he had like the life of a hoodlum um, oh, redeem nah, nah. hoodlum <laughs> yeah i was back then back in those days t-bone yeah, i had him on the, the can i live joint okay the, so you had him on you know post underground he was on movies and stuff yeah right. yeah 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 so t-bone then led into cross movement okay okay uh, okay then, then grits and uh yeah and from there it was just like a cycle i mean i just started listening to all kind of christian zigzag boys Oh. Well, of course, I, I'll I'll give you Ziglag because you're from the A. <laughs> I'll give you that yeah, one. But yeah. I, I I gotta ask you this question, bro. So you okay. went you went from cross movement to grits. Uh, I I can't recall the order, but okay. I was listening to them around the same time. Well, the only way I like <laughs> my grits is with sugar and butter. Oh, okay. <laughs> take that for what you what you uh. yeah. Anyways, oh, this is about you, not about me. That's funny. But yeah, man, that's it. That's pretty much it. My first hip hop song was to uh, Young Jock is going down. So I made a song to call it Meet Me in the Church is going down. I don't know what the purpose was. Right. Cause I'm, not, I'm not that like when you get to the church, what's <laughs> what's going to go down? Like, Dude, what's... I, I don't know. I don't know. It just sounded good. So, <laughs> no, it didn't sound good, actually. It just <laughs> to me, it's, I don't know what happened. It's like meet me in the church going down and i had one line man one line that said uh uh boys in the what do you say boys in the streets call me young eddie long oh and I, and back, <laughs> yo i was so i was just putting words to make them rhyme bro so, I, I, I'm, so got, yeah <laughs> word swerving on me wow swerving Word on, on the old, yeah yeah leave, leave, <laughs> make sure you keep that behind you doc Wearing on the old me exactly. So, so you've gone from being a singer, from the boy band inspiration, the Christian boy band inspiration, exactly, to sneaking Eminem. Now you didn't go exactly. from you didn't go from Eminem to T Bone. Who who else were you listening to on that bus? Because you said you were sneaking your <laughs> CD player oh, on man. the bus. Who uh, who else were you listening to? Oh, I can tell you the exact stuff. Uh, Eminem, uh, Lil Jon, and Usher had that song, Yeah. Okay. Uh, You're in the A. I get that. You're in the A. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Chingy. Uh, wow. Man. Any, uh, Petey Pablo was putting out some hits at that time. So you have uh, done a great job of making me feel old because when those songs <laughs> were coming out, I, I was three years into college. <laughs> oh right. dang yeah <laughs> easy easily dang. yeah yeah Thank i you. was definitely sneaking them on the school bus i was still catching the school bus i get it <laughs> the, and and the times have changed see 
I, you know, I grew up in a Christian home as well, okay? And my parents didn't let me listen to secular music. But here's the thing, CJ. In my day, bro, we weren't sneaking CDs. We were, <laughs> we were, we were sneaking cassette tapes. Good gracious. Now, now I will give you this. I, I was recording the Christian hip-hop music on the radio uh, from the uh, station that was ran by this guy named Coco Brother. Yeah, I know and Coco Brother. Yeah, he would come on early in the morning from Sundays from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. Was it the Spirit would, of Hip Hop? Was that the show he had? Uh, Coco Brother, Jesus, baby. Uh, uh, I, don't, I think it was. Okay. I think it was. But yeah, I but know what you're talking about. I know Coco Brother. I, yep, yep. I would press record on the tape uh, tape player, and when I got home from church, rewind the tape, <laughs> <laughs> listen to my... My songs and then fast forward through commercials and then the tape got messed up eventually. But yeah, I know a little bit about those tapes. Okay, man. okay. So you got you got the tape era still. You know you you probably caught it on the back end. You know, yeah, the but back you, end. But you still back got end. that taste of those tapes, man. Like cats don't know exactly those tapes were. Sick. I used to dub them. You know, we used to we used to tape. Well, we didn't tape all the. I I eventually started taping Christian music, but we would dub the secular stuff and use the church tape deck to dub them. And pass them out in <laughs> church, you know. But oh, anyway. for real? oh yeah, we was we was in there, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and and I didn't know anything about mixtapes back then. But that's what we were doing. We were putting together mixtapes <laughs> already. Didn't even know it. Didn't even know it. And so, <laughs> you know, that just shows you that I'm I'm walking in my calling all day. <laughs> <laughs> but but anyways, you know. So you know, you you're going from the boy band. You you sneaking the CDs and on the school bus. You start yep, listening. Eminem, you start. Mace. Wow, Mace. I yep. so I'm gonna hop into this story now because I think this is a great segue. Kind of, sort of. We we may backtrack a little bit, but you brought up Mace, okay. and the reason yep. why I'm gonna backtrack there because I was working with a guy, um, at the time in the early 2000s, mid 2000s. Mm-hmm. You, you know this guy. His name is Humble Tip. Yep. And yep. one of our first shows in Atlanta, we actually got a chance to give Mace one of our demo tapes. For real. <laughs> and yeah, we were we were at an event in Atlanta and we were at a hotel and he was sitting outside of the hotel um in his car. I mean, he had a big Escalade or something. It was it was nice, whatever. I oh, can't dang. remember. And <laughs> We gave him a demo and he put it in his CD player like right then and there. Oh, and it shoot. was like, oh, snap. <laughs> now, let me make this clear. This was post bad boy Mace. Okay. Okay. This, this was past. <laughs> this was Pastor Mace. Okay. Okay. So let, let me make that clear. But anyways, you, you go from all this to when did you start rhyming? Like, when did you say, okay, the singing is done. Rapping, rhyming, that's what I'm going to do. When did you get into that? Uh, Man, it was probably about, I want to say about seventh grade. Because um, I was, whatever grade, I, I was 13, that's all I know. I was 13, that's when I did my first uh, rap. <clears throat> and um, I wasn't, it, it didn't sound, didn't sound good. Now, looking back at my music, it didn't sound good, but you can tell that I had the songwriting ability. I just didn't know how to put put it out onto a track. So um, 
so yeah, I, I had a mentor named Zion Birdsong who who used to work with me heavy um, on my uh, studio techniques, on performing, on how I say certain verses. And he used to, and I copied a lot of stuff he did, and that really led me into bettering my technique as I went along. Because believe me, if you would have heard some, just and it's still on the internet too. My first recordings, good gracious, man! I, I don't even know how to get them off the internet. Now, I forgot man, you should word. you shouldn't have told me that, buddy. <laughs> you should, I'm the wrong guy to tell that to. <laughs> oh man, I've got I've got bargaining chips on every rapper <laughs> that I've ever had contact with. Oh from, man, from Humble Tip to Triple E to Lecrae. I've got <laughs> records that, that these cats don't want to be leaked. So I Oh shoot. You yeah. got yeah, you gotta find that yourself. I ain't gonna help you find that. <laughs> but Man. so you you working with this guy Zion and, and then what happens from there? Um so I'm working with him and he recorded a single that um I did a while ago called This Is Not My Home. <clears throat> and what happened that song, this was in about ninth, ninth grade, 10th uh, grade. I would perform that song at concerts, and people would go crazy for that song. I mean, it stuck with people. And I just ran with that song through 10th grade, 11th, 12th. And then when I got to Liberty, I let uh, one person here on campus, and she was like, yo, this is really good. Um, okay, let me let me back up one thing though. Okay, because you got to right. you got to help out. You got to help me out, and you got to help my audience out now. Okay, you said this is not my home. That's the name of the song. Yeah, people went crazy. Now, what what kind of was it like a slow jam? Was this like an upbeat hype joint? Like, oh no, it was it was an upbeat um, upbeat hype song. Okay, so, uh, this song I purchased the which. Looking back, man, I, it was a horrible business decision. I wish I just didn't know any better, but I purchased the lease for it. Um, a lot of people were asking, man, where can I get this song? Where can I get it? Um, even when I started taking it to Liberty University, uh, so many people was like, where can I get this song? Where can I get it? And me being naive in the business aspect, I was just like, oh, man, I don't have it up right now, but you know, you can get it off my, my SoundClick page. Wow, or, you know, okay. sound. Okay, you. <laughs> yeah. I'm having so yeah. many moments of nostalgia talking to you here. This is un, <laughs> unreal. Okay, go yep. ahead. Go ahead. Yep. Sound click <laughs> and Reverb Nation. So, man, it was that song is what kind of told me, hey, this rapping thing might work out because a lot of people like this song. Now, the rest of my songs, nobody really said anything about. <laughs> I, so, but that one song. So yeah, um, so here's what we're gonna have to do right now. I I need you to to spit a verse from that song. I know I'm putting you on the spot, <laughs> but you said a it was verse from that song. Are the the okay. the hype the hook? Give us something. Give us give us a piece of of that <laughs> record. All right, all right. So all right, if I stop the verse halfway, it's because I don't remember it. But that's okay. Let's see. All right. This is not my home. I'm just a visitor. I just roam, roam. Gliding through like Falcons trying to rest my Georgia dome. Yeah, fill it in my Georgia bones. 
I feel like it's my time I'm gone. Ready with a mission on my mind, mind here in my rhyme rhymes. Yeah, you know I'm in my zone. Now this ain't my destination. I hear heavens where it's at. So I spit flames, trying to rise with the smoke to heavens don't matter. I'm too blessed to be so stressed. Yeah, my journey set on cruise. Bible says we won. Therefore, I will, I will never lose. And I don't remember the rest. That's all I got. But okay, I can, was- I can feel that. You know, I'm over here bouncing. <laughs> you know, no beat. But the the way you rhyme in that mug and the way you got that mug kind of going, yeah, I, I could definitely feel why people would get behind that. That's 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 pretty tight, bro. That's yeah, man. Tight. Yes, that that yeah. was the fire starter. That was it. So you take that song all through your high school years. You you land on the campus of Liberty University, and where yep. do you, where, what happens from there? Uh, so I land on campus. You know, young young dude from Atlanta, coming from Atlanta where the hip-hop grind is real and everybody doing CD, passing CDs out from their backpack. I got on campus, and the first thing I'm doing is passing out blank C- Well, not blank anymore, but I put my songs on there. Had about 50 of them. Passed them out to every person I saw on campus. Like, yo, my name's CJ. I rap. Here's a CD. Had about eight songs. And just pass it out to everyone. So instantly, people are like, yo, who's this dude? You just passing out CDs. But I took that ground from Atlanta because I thought that's what everyone did. Um, so, yeah, so literally came on campus, found out about the first open mic, went to literally every open mic for like the first year um, until eventually on campus, everyone just knew me as you know, the rapper. Like, so I was, I was just. The rapper, like people knew me as a rapper before they knew my name. Now, I I gotta let me pause you there because I think what you're saying, some you're saying something that I think is is very important, and I hope that if there's any aspiring musicians that are out there, I don't want to just say rappers. Mm-hmm. You said you hit up the open mic for a year. Yeah, for a year, man. Every night I was there, thankfully. <laughs> now, now when you say you were there for a year. Were you there trying to get on the list, or were you like performing for a year? No, at the I, mic? yeah, I was performing. So, granted, it would be like the same songs every time, but I would try to switch it up a little bit just to keep people's interest. But um, if you go back, I have footage where you can see from the first open mic till by the last open mic of the year. Like, I had a small following on campus, so it was looking deep in that open mic. So. Just that consistency, like I made sure people knew, hey, all right, CJ's rapping that open mic, so that's a given. So we're gonna come through there. So that grind, man. Anyone listening out there, you consistency. People need to see you working. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I was talking to a young artist tonight, and I told him, I said, you need to hit the open mic scene, and and there you go, yeah. folks. You hearing it right here? CJ King hit the open mic scene. So you you're doing the open mics. You're at Liberty University. And where do you go from there? Um, doing open mics um, until it eventually got to the point where um, Liberty's uh, student activity staff, they're the ones who put on the open mics. Um, they knew me and they knew um, I would bring a, a, a crowd and a quality performance. So eventually they started opening up doors for me to perform at like uh, – you know, started doing longer sets, like 30-minute sets, or um, doing my own show. So as this grew and I started doing more shows with longer set times, um, 
having more people come out to the shows, it just kind of became a thing where, all right, um, people were expecting me to be rapping. So um, it kind of solidified, it didn't solidify, but it helped me feel like, all right, man, people seeing my hard work. So I'm going to keep on doing this. I'm going to keep pushing. And um, from then on, man, just word got around and uh, it's a big build up to what's happening now. Um, which I can tell more about that later to how I ended up working with Liberty later. But um, the summary of it is consistency and the grind, like keep keeping at it. Cause I had my own little mic, bought a mic for $50. Um, had a, I bought a mattress pad, set it up in my dorm room. Oh, wow. You were really on the grind. <laughs> that, that's yeah, when so it's I, real. When you, you start using mattresses, that's when it's real. <laughs> yep mattress pad uh <laughs> the foam foam pad um the cardboard box that the mic stand came in i just cut one side off and stuck the mattress foam in there stuck the mic in there was recording in the dorm room which there you go. was uh, started charging other artists to come through and record so i had a little business going there you go so um so eventually just me as a, i grew from just cj as a rapper to cj as that guy who does the music so it went from just me rapping to me also recording artists so um in a sense i was kind of building my brand um so people started to take me more serious so um by the time it got to you know sophomore year junior year uh, i i was pretty established as an artist um so and this is only on campus so i still hadn't got to the point of establishing myself um on the internet and um, doing the social media thing, but yeah, yeah. it was just getting that groundwork set, groundwork set up. So one of the things that, that people have got to understand, because I keep, I, I want people to know, you know, I, I don't talk about this a lot because of what's been happening lately, and I don't want to get into all mm-hmm. that on the show, but I actually came from Liberty as well. And yep. um, 14 years ago, okay, 14 years ago is when I was on the campus and I bought my first set of turntables. And and so leaving Liberty, of course, I was gone long before you showed up. Um, I, I always had people who kept their ear to the street and I would hear the name CJ King. So I want I want to talk about before we get into that, because I want to talk about who I heard it from. And. You started working with a guy by the name of Humble Tip. We just, we just talked about how I used to work with him as well. But how did you guys get connected? Um, let's see. Um, and you're you're referring to? Are you referring to who I think you're referring to? Humble Tip. There's only <laughs> one, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, to be honest, to be honest. I do not remember how we got connected. I will tell you, um, I will tell you the only thing I remember about our first encounter, which is, is funny. I've told him this too. <clears throat> it was at an event called Me So Live. So um, uh, at that that's, time, that's, that's an event that I helped resurrect. So you see, if I, <laughs> if I didn't help resurrect it, you guys would have never met. <laughs> yep. No, so, just, but uh, here's, here's the interesting <laughs> thing though. It was, um, I didn't perform at this event, but I just showed up. And there was one girl at the event, uh, Humble Tip at performance. She was like, oh, my goodness, Humble Tip, you got to meet CJ King. You got to meet CJ King. 
Like, he's really good. You got to meet him. And so at this time, I'm never one to, like, sites over anybody. So I was like, I mean, yeah, it's cool. Uh, it's cool if you meet me. Like, I don't want to sites myself or, like, make it seem like I'm bigger than I am. And uh, he kind of he gave me the celebrity shoulder, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, told, I told him he gave me the celebrity nod. Like, <sighs> oh, Mr. Humble Tip. <laughs> Uh, yeah, just, yeah, just to be yeah. fair, he's given several guys that yeah, yeah, that yeah, celebrity yeah. shoulder, <laughs> and yeah. I've told him this story, so <laughs> I'm not I'm not saying it's behind his back. You're but. you're in good company. <laughs> you're in you're in good company with Andy Minio and Derek Minor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I was like, dang, okay, all right. I mean, it's cool, it's cool. So after that, though, I honestly don't remember our first encounter where it was like, hey, um, let's actually connect or let's let's build. Um, actually I do. He was doing this thing called Young Man Rumble um, at his crib. That's that's the and, Bible uh, study that I started. Yep. See, you know, I, I I should be taking the, I should get a, I should be getting a check for it every time. Yeah. No, I'm just playing. I'm just Hey, hey you had your hand, over. You had your hand in a lot of things. <laughs> so uh so yeah, so he had a Bible study at his crib and someone invited me over and so I went through and um, eventually from there and we kind of developed the relationship um, that we have now where where um, we know each other the way we do. So, um, yeah, yeah, so that's how that all started. But that first encounter is funny because I always tell them about that. Like, hey, you kind of swerved me the first time I met you. <laughs> <laughs> Gave you the cold shoulder. Yep. <laughs> so you guys, you know, started working together. You started traveling. Um, <clears throat> okay, now a lot of people don't know this, but – well, you should know, but when you get to travel with somebody, you know, you get a little bit of dirt yeah. on them, you know. Yeah, so yeah. Give, give yeah. us, give us, give us a dirt story on on Humble. A dirt no, story. I've got plenty. <laughs> but <laughs> I know you got plenty. I know no, you do. We, that, that's not what this show is about, ladies and gentlemen. We are not about gossip and and <laughs> dirt sheets. That's not what we do here. Anyways, so here's here's where you want the true story. <laughs> So I'm talking, I'm having a lot of conversations, of course, with, with Humble Tip and, and another brother that we work with, Jay Beats Exclusive. Um, shout out to him. <laughs> and these two guys, I would consider to be like two of my closest friends. And so I, I've had many conversations with Humble Tip. And, you know, he would tell me, hey, this guy CJ and, and talking to Jay Beats, hey, this guy CJ. And and I'm like, okay, I, I don't want to hear about a rapper. Like, you guys aren't showing me no music. Uh -huh. Like, that's not telling me a lot. And I'm like, man, rappers come a dime a dozen. And I've been around Liberty for a long time. And I've seen rappers come and go. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. And I remember we I, I came in for a surprise birthday party for Humble Tip. And I was there to DJ. And this was uh, going on about two years now, actually. And... Yep. I remember you performing um, Swerving mm -hmm. that night. Yep, and it wasn't even like a deep crowd. Or it, it wasn't. But I remember watching your performance. And I've never done this, brother. Okay? <laughs> what I'm about to tell you, I have never, <laughs> ever done in the 14 years that I have been DJing. I've never done this. Oh, dang. In the middle of Swerving. I take off my headphones. <laughs> I walk over to J Beats and I say, dude, why didn't y'all tell me this dude was like this? <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. 
and and it was like from that moment on it was on i was i was sold bro hook line and sinker yeah. <laughs> you, you had me hooked bro um yeah, yeah, and so yeah. i thought the live perform i thought the live performance was dope and i think what set it apart for me and when i tell you bro i didn't know who you were like you could have walked in the room and i would have had no clue that, mm-hmm. that you were cj king until yeah. you you grabbed that mic and i'm watching how you're performing um and it was like you're performing in front of uh, in front of the masses and i respected that because i know so many young artists in the game who will mm-hmm. catch attitude i'm not going to name any names <laughs> humble to um, <laughs> anyways who will catch an attitude <laughs> i got stories bro who will catch an attitude for the crowd not being engaging for the crowd not being large but I saw how you was rocking. I said, yo, this guy has got the it factor. Whatever it is, he's got it. Hey. And and, and so I, I've been rocking with you ever since. And I'm, you know, yeah, it's, it's one of those things was like, dag, bro. Like, I wish, I wish that I would have gotten to know you, known you. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a few months prior, you know, that I would have been able right, to talk right. to some people. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'd I literally tell everybody, uh, like, hey, the one who got this ball rolling for real, for real, was my man DJ P-Dogs. And, and, and the thing hey, is, it sounds, hey, like, no. it sounds like I got the ball rolling before we even met. You know, I mean, you're, you're showing <laughs> right. up at Miso Live, an event that I helped resurrect, and the Young Man Rumble, a Bible study that I helped. So, you know, this was destiny. It was, <laughs> no, but I, I want you guys to know I'm just joking here. Okay, I'm I'm sure there's some smart guy out there who's waiting to hit me up on Twitter, Instagram or Facebook at DJP dog and say, hey, why are you taking credit for this guy's career? (laughs) That's that's not okay. It's just I'm joking. I'm messing around. Anyways, so we start working and and you hit me off with the single swerving and Mm -hmm. great things are happening. The DJs are getting your records. I'm putting Mm -hmm. it out there as much. I mean, I'm putting it over, bro. Like, I promise you. I don't even have to play Swerving right now on the show because everybody knows the song. And, <laughs> yeah, and I tell true. my listeners, if you've been rocking with me, you should know every lyric by now. That's how much I've played it. Okay? Cle- yeah. Like, honestly, yeah. this is probably one of the most played songs that I've ever played consecutively ever yeah. from any And artist. that's crazy, man. That's crazy because Swerving, the way Swerving came about, it wasn't even supposed to be released. Like, that's, that's what's wild. I did it in my apartment. Um, I, I did the song real quick. I heard the beat, recorded it in like an hour. Uh, my homeboy was my roommate. I called him in and I was like, yo, listen to this, man. Let me know what you think. He's like, yo, that joint is tough. I was like, all right, cool, cool. Appreciate it. And so I just planned on just putting it up on SoundCloud, you know, not really doing much to it. And then uh, at this time, uh, I was Humble Tips engineer too. So he came through one time to record and then I played it for him. And he was like, "Man, that's really good. You should you should do something with that." And so uh, I was like, "Yeah, all right, all right. I'll think about it." So at the time, I think at the time that uh, uh, DJ P Dog heard it, I still don't think it was actually out like that. Um, I think I was just performing it to be honest. And so uh, once he he helped P Dog helped me out with the. Uh, the packaging of the the song and and kind of the method of how to send it to the DJs and different things like 
literally, man, I didn't know people were gonna feel it like that, and they just took. Go, oh. Keep keep going, bro. Stroke my ego, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> real, real. Like it took off because that's what that's what a lot of uh, youngins in the game, like myself and other guys, is really like some of them. That's all they need. Like I know some real talented dudes. They just don't know. They don't have the know how. Like information's out there, but it's such a broad web of yeah. info. They it's don't. A lot. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So it can be a good thing. It, it can be like. Hey, it's a lot of information out there. You have no excuse, and it can also be like it's a lot of information out there. You can easily be misled. So, um, so really, I, 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 luckily, I was able to, you know, trust what you said, man, and and things kind of just really, really took off from there. So, I, eventually, from there, from swerving, um, I released another single, "Good Day," and that went, you know, did pretty good. And but really, it's swerving been carrying the wave, man. Yeah. So, because I, I got to tell you, <clears throat> I, you know, I, I've got a lot of friends in the business and because I'm a DJ, a lot of people, you know, I've gotten to know a lot of people and a lot of people actually trust, you know, what I've got to say. <laughs> and, and I think that that's that's a great thing to have. And I value that. And I try to protect that because I want to make sure that my credibility is always, you know, top notch. So people don't say, OK, well, P-Dog was good three out of the 10 times I asked him, you know. Yeah. So I remember vividly uh, a friend of mine from Detroit, a guy who I've done some shows with, um, goes by the name of PDA, um, mm-hmm. who works with a group called Pajam up in Detroit. And he had reached out to me and said, yo, man, we're doing this remix with a group called 2103 and we need a rapper to go on this beat. And he let me hear the record. I said, oh, that's CJ all day, <laughs> all day, like first and only person that I thought about was CJ King. And so I said, Hey, have you heard of CJ King? He said, never heard of him. I said, no worries. Let me shoot you. Um, his song swerving, of course, you okay. know. <laughs> shoot it to him within seconds. He's like, yo, dude is dope. Send him the record. Let's see if he'll work on it. And, hey. and I remember you and I, working mm-hmm. and i'm like literally remembering this off the cuff right now like i don't have any notes <laughs> here like i'm literally remembering yeah. this off but you did like three or four drafts mm-hmm. of yeah. that verse like and i was like yo man <laughs> it sounds good but try this you know and i yeah. think you came back with a 16 and i was like man the first half of this 16 yep, goes yep. great with this <laughs> half of this one and the the verse that the final draft it made the record and this particular record was not only with 2103, but Missy Elliott was on the record as well. Right, which was crazy. Yeah. So how how did you take all that in, man? Uh man, it was surreal to an extent. Because for one, I knew who 2103 was growing up. Um, I, I knew who I remember hearing like PDA, you know what I'm saying, on J Moss songs. And I was like, oh, this right, is right. surreal working with these people. So, and then to add on top of that, to even be on a record uh, with Missy was alone just crazy. Uh, and, yeah, that, that alone was just wild. So um, just that that whole, the way that transpired, I was just like, Yo, this is, this is, uh, this could open up some, open up some doors. So I wanted to make sure <laughs> with that verse, I wanted to make sure with that verse, like I, I bought it off. So I wanted to make sure I really, made sure somehow I stood out, um, made sure I brought my best, my A game, 
And so from then on, I, it's weird, man. I feel like ever since then, like I've my confidence is kind of shot through the roof when it comes to recording. Um, so now, if you listen to that, anything prior to swerving, you won't. Uh, it sounds completely different. Anything after swerving <clears throat> has a consistent sound. It's like after swerving and then that feature, like the ball got rolling and just the create creative levels just went to another level. So it was, it was weird, man. It was crazy. It was, I was hyped though. That's what's up, man. Now we, we talking about swerving. That's the lead single, but your album has been named swerving as well. Tell us yep. about the the whole album as a whole, man. And, and listen, let everybody know where they can go get this project. Cause you, you guys need to go get this. If you don't already have it, you know, the music, let us know how we can support you in, in, in the album, bro. Yeah, well, the album's on all digital outlets, iTunes, Amazon, Google. Just type in Swervin', that's S-W-R-V-N, or C.J. King, it'll come up. Um, Google C.J. King, it'll come up. And, uh, yeah, man, so uh, Swervin' it has about, I want to say, 12 songs on there. Okay, And okay. Um, uh, Swervin', when you listen to that, it's really going to surprise you because the single swerving is real like upbeat kind of a dj mustard west coast type and then you listen to the album you're gonna get uh, it's really something for everybody um you're gonna get a whole different arrangement of musical elements you're gonna get some pop feels you're gonna get some trap soul feels you're gonna get uh all kind of things so um and i know that's true because so many people like, there's not one consistent song that people are saying, yo, this is my favorite. Swerving is my favorite. Um, actually, Swerving is the least one named when I ask people what's their favorite song. Maybe two or three. Yeah, maybe two or three people have said Swerving. Um, just because the other songs, because they were all done after Swerving was made, they're just, uh, they kind of show the growth that came from Swerving. So if you like Swerving, you're definitely going to like the rest of the songs on that album. So I'd say check it out. Definitely check it out. Or find me on Facebook and message me, and I'll send you a physical copy. Okay. So let them know where, where you at on Facebook and all the social media sites. Let them know. Type in CJ King. <clears throat> um, anywhere. Facebook, Instagram. I am CJ King. Just at I am CJ King. Message me, and I'll send you a physical copy. So just for a donation, go ahead and get the physical copy, and it'll be a signed copy. So... You'll get a hookup. Well, there you guys have it, man. My man CJ King got the new album out, Swerving. Um, got a lot of things going on, man. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I know you got some showcases that are coming up. You got some dates that are that are coming up as well. But you're also, and I, I'll be remiss if I <laughs> did not mention this. Okay? okay. But you're also on the side, a part of a group called Humble Kings. Yep, so... Um, on the side, work, I'm working on an album comes out October 7th uh, called Humble Kings. It's a compilation of songs made by myself and Humble Tip. And uh, what you're going to get from that is a lot of, uh, definitely a lot of lyrical lyrical joints on there. You're going to be able to vibe out with your, with your homies or with your lady friends. We have songs for literally uh, every occasion on there, so... Definitely check it out. We have two singles out right now. You can get them on iTunes. Find us on social media at Humble King. So 
a lot of things going on. Got that side project going on. I'm actually uh, um, in the works. I'm thinking about releasing another uh, short EP, a uh, free EP, probably January, February. So I'm still thinking about that and potentially working on some. Uh, I, got, I got some big things happening, so I can't say it all right now. But just if you follow me on social media, you'll definitely uh, be in the loop. There you go. There you go. Well, man, CJ, listen, man, um, seriously, bro, on, on a serious note, I think that you are um, a talented dude. I think that you got a long ways to go. You're only 23. The The world is, for, is yours for the taking, bro. Uh, so so <laughs> go out there and go get it. Just, you know, don't, 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 don't let the girls get to you. And I'm not saying that you do, but you know, <laughs> these, these, nope, these, I would not. these people are serious these days. And, <laughs> oh no, nah, they, they are so. But um, but you're doing your and, thing, uh, man. You're doing your thing. Yeah, trying to, trying to. So, and, and for everyone listening, um, there will be a day where I will be touring. Uh, oh yeah. And you will hear about it, and DJ P Dog will be with me. So keep that, <laughs> keep that in the back of your head. So you will be seeing both of us soon enough. Yeah, we've done uh, it before. Your city, so we've done. It, we've, actually, I've brought you out on a couple of shows, and um, mm-hmm, yep, you know, yep. and people have you know always walked away like wanting more. So that's always a good yeah. thing. That's always a good thing. So yeah, we got some things in the works. You know, we got some things definitely. in the works. Got some things in the works. Well, CJ, man, thanks for hanging out with me here on the show. Um, you no guys, no problem. Keep, thanks for having me. Absolutely, y'all keep it locked right here on DJ P Dog in the mix. The one and only right here on your number one station. All right, y'all keep it locked. So there it is, ladies and gentlemen. That is CJ King. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check out his new album, Swerving. And be on the lookout for upcoming shows that he has. The guy puts on an amazing show. We, um, I think we talked about this a little bit in the interview, but he was nominated uh, for the Kingdom Choice Awards this year for upcoming artists. Our new guy. Um, I can't remember which, what, I don't know. It was He was nominated for an award. He went up to Brooklyn. He performed live. The guy puts on a great performance. And you never know. You never know. You may see the CJ King, DJ P-Dog combination a lot sooner than later. Stay tuned for that. All right? Now, I told you guys that I would talk to you about my weight loss journey um, at the beginning of the show. And I want to give you guys an update on where I'm going with that. If you listened to the last episode, I told you guys that I'll have a blog up um, on my website. And I'm very slow to get that on there, but I'm going to get it on there. But nonetheless, every day I'm posting updates on my weight loss journey on my um, social media platforms on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at DJPDog, all right, at DJPDOGG. Make sure you guys check me out there. But here's the deal. I told you guys on the last episode of the show, I went to the doctor, and they told me that I was borderline, all these things, borderline, um, pre-diabetic, borderline hypertension, borderline high blood pressure, and all this stuff. And so I said, I got to make some changes. And so one of the schools here in my area, University of North Carolina, UNC, they've been doing this study spe- specifically on black men and how um, effective it would be for them to, to go on a weight loss journey with their spouse involved. And so me and my wife, we traveled to, to UNC once a week, and we sit through a class where we learn together on how we can, how she can help me um, in my journey of weight loss. And she's been doing an amazing job keeping me accountable with what I eat by providing healthier options for me. 
um, keeping up with me logging what I'm eating and, and doing my workouts and all those good things. It's great to have a support system in place during this journey. And I want to bring you guys along for the journey as well. Now, here's the thing. I have been losing weight already, okay? Like, it's, it's been phenomenal. I feel good. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling great, and I'm loving the progress that we're making, okay? So I started out my baseline weight, okay, was 255 pounds. Now, at one point, I, I think the most I've ever gotten to was about 260. And, and for my height, that's a lot, okay? Now, granted, you know, I don't know. Depends on how you look at me. I, I'm not this huge, chubby guy, all right? I, I kind of carry my weight pretty well. That's, at least I, that's how I feel, all right? But nonetheless, I, I, my baseline weight before all this started changing with the working out and eating better and whatnot and going to the class, my baseline weight was 255, all right? I weighed myself this morning, and I'm now down to 247. I don't remember the last time I was this light, okay? That's what I'm going to say. I'm not going to say this heavy. I'm going to say this light because I'm getting lighter, all right? That's what I'm doing. And I'm going to continue on this journey, and I hope that you guys can join me. Listen, if you're out there and you're trying to lose weight, listen, let's, let's do this together. Let's, let's keep each other accountable, and let's talk about it. So hit me up on my, I'm going to have the blog up on my, on my website, djpdog.com. But until then, follow me on all my social platforms, at djpdog, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I will be posting my updates um, there, and you can definitely respond by letting me know um, what you're doing. You know, give me give me some tips on some extra exercises that I could be doing, some some meals that I can that I can get into without, you know, adding on the extra calories and all that good stuff. Let me know. I want you guys to help me out. All right. Well, there you go. You guys have it. That is the journey. And I'm going to continue on this journey, not to just lose weight for this one time in my life, but I want to change my lifestyle. I am getting older. I want to be around for when my kids get older and their kids come along. And so. That's what it is, and I know that the weight is not going to lose itself. So I got to work hard, and I got to get it in. And one thing I like to do when I work out is listen to music. One particular genre of music I like to listen to is electronic dance music. So on the next episode, right here on the In The Mix Radio Network, we got the In The Mix Classic, and we are gonna I am going to be playing for you guys a mix that I did, an EDM mix that I did, a show that I did here in Durham, North Carolina, live in Durham. You guys are going to get the whole show from the, the vocals that I dropped during the show, a little bit of the live audience, the whole bit. You're going to get that entire show right here on the In The Mix Radio Network, on the In The Mix Classic Mix Show. And so that's going to be here. And you're going to get the story, the backstory behind this particular event that I did. Because the space that I was in was a space that is dedicated to, to be used to mentor disconnected youth right here in my city and I'm going to be talking about all those things in the next episode of the show right here on the In The Mix radio network and beyond that after that we got the slam it or jam it and then we'll be back with another DJP dog in the mix and more roundtable discussions got some great guests that I'm trying to bring onto the show so you definitely want to stay tuned for that until then ladies and gentlemen my name is DJP dog in the mix and I'm going to holler at you guys later. One love. Peace. Bad days, I suppose. Too much for me to remember. Let me back up. I'm too close. Now I can see the
P-Dog stands for Perry Depends on God's Grace. Hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at DJ P-Dog. That's DJ P-D-O-G-G or www.djpdog.com. I'm going to holler at you guys later. One love. Peace.